The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Buckle up! It's showtime! Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh boy. It's growing. Bring it, go. And getting bigger every oh yeah. single Woo! day. What is going on here? America's number one outdoor radio show for over 16 years. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. All right, man, I'm in. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. What are we doing today, boys and girls? We're going fishing! Jim, do you have your floaties? I have my sunscreen, too. Shut up! Hawking Spring Fishing! Get your boat, tackle, and grill. Fishing license. Rob four dice, the sea hunter. A saltwater legend. Steve Nas, Lake Commando. He fishes naked. Kevin Coleman with Weber Grills. Charcoal. Kevin's so cool. <laughs> and he grills tasty food. Spring fishing. So uh, I just realized that we left you, buddy, out of the song, and also Cad Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really matter though. <laughs> no, no one cares. No one's <laughs> even going to listen. Like the only people that have one name and they're directly referenced by animals: <laughs> Cat Daddy and Bunny. <laughs> well, Easter's coming. I smell a sense of bias here. <laughs> we like people with two names better. <laughs> Speaking of people with two names. Bill DeLay, great man. Anyways, Bill, thank you. He's like, why did I get tied into this? Uh, no, Bill, thank you so much for commenting all the time and for listening to the show, man. We love your participation uh, and your listenership. We would have said it earlier, but we delayed it. We should have put it in the song, really. All right, so we are talking spring fishing on today's show. Yeah, and uh, how about Rob Fordyce is on the show? That's right, the Sea Hunter. Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel every single Saturday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, plus on Sunday's WFN, that is 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, and then Steve Panaz. Yeah, naked and afraid, old Steve Panaz, the host of Lake Commandos. That's right, he's coming to a lake and going to be commando soon. Uh, lake Commandos know that is Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time and then kevin coleman i'm so pumped about this what a great guy uh, he's a head grill master and blogger at weber grills he's going to be giving us some great insights some tips uh into grilling fish and other uh meat uh, it's gonna be pretty cool and then finally cat daddy what a great guy and of course he'll give you some great tips on how to catch those big blues this time of year and last and really least certainly not least <laughs> <laughs> mrs bunny what are you going to talk about crappie fishing guys all right mrs bunny in her crappie fishing is brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles hop online check them out yamahamotorsports.com let's get the bunny mrs bunny is the 2018 bassmaster classic champ and she's babe winkleman's mother she's a cool chick with a hot ass Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamahamotorsports.com. 
Okay, as you guys know, water temperature kind of sets up the drama that is spring fishing, right? The optimal temperature for spawning varies according to lake size, depth, water clarity, current, like if you have a river and other factors. But generally, crappies spawn when the water temperature is between 57 and 65 degrees. And understanding the subtle differences in the spawning phases can help you land more crappies. So, Ooh. spring fishing, depending on where you are in the country, and I guess the reason I have to say this is, you know, obviously the spawn travels northward. So, um, pre-spawn. When fish are staging for the spawn, they're often at river outlets, major creek mouths, points, or near big coves. Cold water will find fish where the most oxygen is, usually suspended off of structure drop-offs. Um, in shallow southern waters, they may be down only 6 to 8 feet, and in deeper northern reservoirs, they may be 15 to 25 feet. So sonar is going to be imperative if you want to locate suspended fish to present lures correctly. You know what's amazing? is like some bass have already spawned in Florida. Yeah, Florida and Texas, southern I, Texas. Absolutely. It's well, so that's crazy. what I mean. So that, that spawn travels north. As the, as the water as the water temps rise, you know, and fish for 2018 in Canada won't spawn until 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's about the way it is. They're taking a year off, exactly. <laughs> okay, so if you're fishing that pre-spawn, depending on where you're at, depending on state regulations as they pertain to having multiple rods, having an eight, a ten, and a fourteen foot rod can help you prevent line tangles. And then using a six pound test line, you can try rigging two jigs to each rod, a sixteenth ounce jig at the end of the line, and a twenty fourth ounce jig, eighteen inches above the heavier lure, and then use a variety of dark and brightly colored tube jigs while trolling to offer crappies variety. That's why I like those whooping sticks uh, from Cabela's. Oh, yeah. Those are great little crappie rods. They yeah, really they are. are. Uh, if you um, are slow trolling, use an electric, or if you're trolling, use an electric motor um, with just enough power to keep the slack out of the line, presenting jigs about two foot above the crappies that you've located on your sonar. Trolling speed is important. Increase or decrease the pace according to the air temperature. So uh, your speed has to be increased as the sun warms the water in the afternoon and makes the fish more active. Ooh. Okay, uh, moving on from pre-spawn, if you're at a place where probably further south where spawn is happening, um, the crappies are going to be invisible cover in three to seven feet of water and a prime location for actively spawning fish. Um, there are some deep clear mountain lakes that can have spawning crappies down to, uh, around 12 to 14 feet. But this is important because anglers need to know and understand the lake or river that they're fishing and how crappies relate to the structure and the kind of places that they're going to head to spawn. Some of the best pots are going to include boat docks, brush piles, weed beds, and bridge piling. So if you're going out fishing, it does behoove you to look into it and do a little bit of research. That way your day on the lake is more productive rather than spending a whole bunch of time looking for spots you already know exactly where to go to begin with. Have a much more targeted approach exactly. is what you're alluding to. Okay, so uh, aside from that, a few days of mild warming weather trends are ideal for the spawn. This weather triggers crappies to move shallow to spawn near cover where they can be worked using a 10 to 12 foot rod. And when they're spawning in shallows, they'll be very active and often break the surface with their tails, which will um, alert you to their location if you're paying attention. So using a long rod with the same type of tube jigs you can use for trolling in the pre-spawn, work a wide range of shallow cover locations that hold active fish while moving slowly along with your electric motor. Well, you know, the thing is, if you just like to eat fish, man, you gotta go for some crappie. I always go to Whole Foods. That's where Jim does all of his fishing. <laughs> he does, always, he always, does his trolling at Target, though. <laughs> I've always dreamed of having one of those plates where, like, they're bigger than your width of your hand across, you know? I want to catch one that big. Like, I think the, the record for, like, um, a crappie 
is like four pounds down no. in the south. Yeah, it's big. Really? It's yeah. really big. Four pounds? I want to catch a four pound crappie. That would be fun. If you skinned me, you could use it for moccasins. True that. She caught me. She's like, that's a 300 pound trash fish. But <laughs> 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 he is. <laughs> You're not what? even a carp I would what? club. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so we are talking spring fishing on this week's show. Mrs. Bunny, are you done? I guess so. <laughs> After <you>. that, <laughs> hook you by the spoonbill. <laughs> She's leaving. All right, so don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we got Rob Fordyce. He's the host of The Sea Hunter on Outdoor Channel. Saturday mornings at 10.30 Eastern Time. Also, you can pick them up WFN 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That is on Sundays. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for sticking around. See you guys after bed. All right, and this was brought to you by Yamaha, YamahaMotorsports.com. We'll return right after this with Rob Fordyce. Don't go anywhere. Rob Fordyce. The challenge of pursuing a sailfish one day, the next day going and chasing tarpon. The next day, going in the Everglades and chasing a snook or going to try, you know, running 180 miles to try and find yellowfin tunas. It's that pursuit that I think is the reason why all of us fish or hunt. You know, it's the pursuit of the game. It's not actually the kill, but the pursuit. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. If you're the kind of person who's watching a TV show or a movie and you're thinking, hey, man, can you really do that? We're going to test it. The question is, what's real and what's Hollywood? Do you think this is going to work? We're going to have to test it. Don't try this at home. With Hollywood Weapons, we got you all covered. In season two, we're actually bigger, a little crazier, and there's even more celebrity guests. Fire at will. Stick around. This is going to be good. Weapons hot. Hollywood Weapons. Fact or fiction. Saturdays. Only on Outdoor Channel. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's going to do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're spring fishing this week. Now joining the boys is Rob Fordyce, host of The Sea Hunter on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring fishing on this week's show. Before the break, we had Mrs. Bunny on. Talking crappies. Yeah, she was telling us about ways to catch crappie. That's right. Just now being joined by Mr. Rob Fordyce. He is the host of the Sea Hunter there on Outdoor Channel. Kicking off this Saturday, all new season. Uh, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time plus WFN. That's World Fishing Network. Exactly. Sunday's 11 a.m. Eastern Time. But actually, you know, this morning, Mr. Rob, so exciting. Uh, we were watching your episode. We, we actually had fishing. Yeah, in Bohemian Waters, like in the middle of nowhere, you're floating over this three thousand foot deep uh channel it, yeah exactly trench you're looking for pods of birds out there if you're you know you're going for yellowfin tuna 
but your style of fishing truly is hunting. Uh, like hunting. It was like a spot and stock hunt, man. I mean, it was action packed. We really like your style. It's phenomenal. A lot of the fishing that I do is that way. You know, I, I enjoy the hunt of a fish and actually go into hunting a little bit for a second. I, I fish for a living so I can go hunting. So I, so I am a big <laughs> avid hunter. I love to bow hunt. You know, I love the hunt of any game. So throughout my fishing years, I've had a 30-year career you know, as being a professional fisherman. I've always chased fish in a hunting manner, whether it be sailfish or big dolphin or tarpon snook, redfish, you know, shallow water fish that we're actually sight fishing. So so we're hunting for these fish, regardless of the species, or we're looking for some type of tip that the fish are there before we even put our lines in. Yeah, now when when you're out there, say I'm I'm brand new to saltwater fly fishing, uh, is there a lot of double hauls that you have to do in order to get that line out there? How close can you get to the fish? You know, um, being able to cast long uh, is not the most necessity. A lot of the books you read and a lot of articles you read about saltwater fly fishing, they tell you that if you can't cast 100 feet that you're not even going to be in the game. Well, that's not really the case. You know, we, we are often making casts to these fish 30, 40 feet away, sometimes even closer. But what is very, very important is to be able to have a, a lot of line speed and throw a tight loop because often, like today, it's very windy and we're dealing with heavy winds and those winds could be coming from any direction when you go to make a cast, it could be coming over your right shoulder if you're a right-handed caster, which is a difficult situation. So though we're not making tremendously long casts, we're dealing with tough conditions sometimes. Yeah, that man you're listening to is the Sea Hunter, Mr. Rob Fordyce. Uh, make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel, Saturdays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Also, WFN, uh, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, now, let's talk about electronics for a minute, uh, Mr. Rob, uh, especially yeah. in your line of business. I, I think you're with, like, Ray Marine. Um, it, it is very important. How essential, though, is having good electronics and understanding them in your success? It, does that play a big role? Well, you know, that's one of the tools. You know, I'm I'm actually I'm just shy of 50 years old. I, I was kind of an old school guy when it came to electronics. I relied on a lot of my inner senses for many years. You know, I, I, I put off the GPS era for a lot of time and, and put off sonars and so forth. But once in the last 10, 12 years, I've really learned how to use these tools efficiently, and it has broadened my fishing immensely. Just for example, like you were talking about going on that, that long tuna show, we, we actually ran to the Bahamas 60 miles one way yeah. and then ran another 70 miles past Bimini to find these tunas. And the way we found them was by looking at the radar. We were picking up birds 13 miles away Holy cow. with the radar. You know, just seeing these little specks on the radar, and we knew those were birds. And those 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 were one of the hints that the tuners are there. The birds follow the bait, the tuners follow the bait as well. So that, that's one situation where the electronics helped us immensely. Another way is getting on structure, or even in my little flats boat, when I'm going down shorelines, you know, we use side scan sonar. Side scan can show you debris under, under the water. You know, you may be in five or six feet of water, but maybe the water is not super clear. You can't see that, that little brush pile. Bass fishermen use these things the same way. So, the side scan can show you bait. It can show you brush piles. When I'm in my offshore boat, I use the side scan to pick up fish that are off the side of a wreck. I don't have to be directly over the fish to pick them up on the sonar because this side scan, you can set it for 150 feet, 75 feet, 80 feet, shooting out sideways from the boat. Yeah. Now, when you're when you're after tarpon, of course, I know you down there you've got the snook and you've got the redfish and and uh, mm-hmm. speckled trout and so forth. That's that's we would call it inshore. 
kind of fishing. Correct. But hey, in the mangroves, swamps that you have down there, do you actually get tarpon in there as well? We actually do. You know, we have two migrations of tarpon here in South Florida. We have a Gulf migration, and then we have an Atlantic migration. And both migrations meet in the middle part of the Florida Keys to spawn in the spring. But on their route to do this spawning situation, early in the year we have these backwater bays in the Everglades that these Gulf fish will will go in into brackish water and just stage. They go in there and rest before the big event. So this time of year it's not uncommon to, to be 10 miles inland in these giant waterways of the Everglades, these giant bays that are surrounded by mangroves with big channels leading in from the Gulf that we find, you know, 120, 130, 140, 50-pound fish on 20-pound on tackle. Wow. <laughs> hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Rob Fordyce. Of course, he is the host of The Sea Hunter. It airs on Outdoor Channel Saturdays at 10.30 Eastern Time. That's right. Also on WFN uh, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, Mr. Rob, real quick, before we get to a break, upcoming episodes of The Sea Hunter, once again on Outdoor Channel and WFN World Fishing Network. Uh, what can we look forward to, buddy? Well, actually, we're, we're, we're just this week starting our season three so new episodes are going to appear starting at the end of this week and the first show is going to be me and actually my camera boat driver we go off into the everglades and uh, chase an everglades clam which is a redfish snook and tarpon oh nice you bet hey that was rob fordyce and coming up next is steve Panez with the lake commandos he's going commando on every single lake in north america it's frightening and it's fun all right lake commando sportsman channel that is sundays 10 30 a.m eastern time once again we were just joined by uh mr rob fordyce the sea hunter himself on outdoor channel saturdays 10 30 a.m eastern time also wfn 11 a.m eastern time and that is on sundays now mr rob where can we find you online buddy you can go to the seahuntertv.com and and i have all most of my past episodes on there and you can get a hold of me on there as well. That's right. Hop on YouTube, Vimeo, whatever that's called, and you can have hours of fun just watching The Sea Hunter. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Steve Panaz, Lake Commandos. Coming up next. Mr. Rob, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. You guys have a great day. Enjoy talking to you. Steve Panaz. Uh, last week in Florida, we ran into some post-spawn bass. I know as you start moving north, you're going to run into pre-spawn bass. And up here in the north country, we've still got ice. But the lakes and the rivers are starting to open now. And we're going to find these fish looking for the warmest water available. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Wherever you find yourself, work, the car, outdoors, the shower, you'll find us across the country and around the world on great radio stations. And always a click away at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. The greatest outdoor series of all time is now on Outdoor Channel. Deadly as cat. An inside look at the world's most brutal occupation, Alaskan crab fishing. The ocean's evil and wants to take your life, wants to take your soul. Let's go crabbing, boys! It's the perfect storm. Two hours of deadliest catch. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV, the all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering starting at just $59.99. See the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. I spy a black pickup truck. Oh, come on. How about something a little easier? 
Okay, I spy error-free forms, fast ATF processing, a 90-day money-back guarantee, and the largest inventory in the industry. Hmm, I spy powered by. That's right. With over 300 powered by silencer shop retailers nationwide, there's always one close by. Is that easy enough for you? Ha! <laughs> Almost too easy. Demand powered by. Shop our industry-leading inventory at silencershop.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Oh, that's interesting. With spring fishing action. Yeah, I like that. Now, here's Steve Panaz, host of Lake Commandos on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Nissan and the all-new American Titan at NissanUSA.com. Here are the boys. Spring fishing! All right, you know who was before the break, Jimbo? Hey, before the break was Rob Fordyce, uh, the sea hunter. Big guy, huge guy. Have you seen how big his guns are? Like, seriously, he's got... He carries like a 454 Casul. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots the fish, people. All right, no, make sure you watch the scene in our all-new season happening right now this weekend on Outdoor Channel. Saturdays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. If you don't get a Saturdays, though, don't worry. Uh, check it out Sundays on WFN. World Fishing Network. That's right, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Who's just now joining us, Jimbo? Hey, Steve Panas. He has Lake Commandos there uh, on Sportsman's Channel. And he's coming to you right now, fully dressed, but uh, Lake Commandos, Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, hey, Steve, i got to ask you a question. This weekend in Lake Hartwell is the Bassmaster Classic. Exactly. Now, the thing is, last weekend they started their pre-fishing, and as you know, when you're going out to a lake, you're trying to find those crazy fish. Now, you had mentioned on the break that uh, you look for clarity of water. If you find it in four feet of water with a weed line, you fish there. All right, if you find them in four feet of water, most of these guys start off by beating the bank to a froth. Okay, and bringing that lure out, and finally they get to four feet of water. Now, do you stay in that four feet of water? Do you fish parallel to the bank? How do you do it? It really depends. Uh, a lot of the reservoirs, uh, especially uh, where they're fishing this weekend, you've got a, a little bit different scenario in, in some of the southern reservoirs versus the northern natural lakes in that a lot of that's going to be based on the forage, and you've got a shad-based forage, which is an open water species, and a lot of times they, they will be out in that deeper water. But the fish do need to spawn. They are going to move shallow to spawn. And it'll be interesting. I haven't talked to any of the guys that have been uh, pre-fishing yet. I was in the boat with Bobby Lane uh, last week, who had to leave Florida to head up to uh, pre-fish, which opened on Friday. And I haven't had a chance to talk to any of the guys like Josh Bertrand or, or those guys that are on the water that are fishing the tournament this week to find out what's going on. But the last time they fished uh, that body of water, I'll never forget it because the uh, boats were freezing of the trailer. It was nine degrees. Oh, wow. Of the Bassmaster Classic the last time they had it there. Yeah, how's Mike Iaconelli going to break dance in, in snow boots? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's going to be pretty tough. He got a new hat. Uh, Lake Commando Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time with Mr. Steve Panaz. Have to watch this show. So fantastic. All right, now, what would you, if you were going to pick three lures right now, Mr. Steve, uh, that are just a staple of your tackle box, uh, what would they be? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, based on the year, uh, right now, jerk baits are just a great bait. Uh, a bait like a Berkey Cutter, you can fish it fast, you can fish it slow. It's a finesse bait. It gives fish that are maybe a little temperature sensitive, not that active, time to actually take the bait. Uh, so jerk baits are always a great springtime bait uh, for big fish and numbers of fish. The other one would be obviously a jig and a craw. Uh, that's just a, a bait that works all year round. It's a great bait for big fish and, uh, and it works at all depths. The, the thing that I like about jigs is you can just adjust the, the weight of the jig to fish deeper, shallow and heavy cover or, or open water, that sort of thing. 
And the other thing is, it really depends on where you're at. But uh, oof, I'm becoming a bigger fan of the bladed jigs. Oh yeah, uh, they work almost like a spinner bait. You can fish them deeper, fish them shallow, and and uh, yeah, so those are the, probably the three I would stick with right now. Top waters would be up there. Uh, some of the soft plastics would be up there. Uh, and some of the cranks would be up there, but, uh, the great thing about bass fishing is you're not limited to three lures, but if I, if I were, that's the three I would take right now. Yeah. Now, uh, we know that, uh, that the bigger fish on that nest is usually the female, but it's the male that usually tries to take that salamander that you're throwing in there or jig or whatever, pick it up and blow it off. Now, do you oftentimes catch the, the, the uh, male and then, uh, put them in your, your, Live well, and then try to catch the female. You know that's a, a, a technique for getting a lot of spawning fish is to to move in, and and usually the male will eat first, or or at least you're going to catch that first, and then you can go back in and, and target the female. And and really, largemouth are very tough to trigger on the bed compared, to, especially to a smallmouth. A smallmouth you could virtually go through there and catch every fish in the lake, and sometimes if you wanted to, you could catch them multiple times. But uh, largemouth can be tough. You, you need to be a finesse. You need to be uh, making long, accurate casts. you got to have a lot of patience. And the, the fish do grab the bait and spit it out so quickly that uh, you really need a sensitive rod and, and a, a quick trigger to hook fish. But I've caught fish up to 27 inches oh. uh, largemouth in Florida on the beds uh, in years past. It, it's an exciting way to fish whenever you can see the fish. And, uh, you know, biologists have said that... Uh, there's been really no scientific proof that uh, bed fishing can hurt a population in the lake, just be given the number of eggs that are laid and the, the number of fish that typically survive anyway. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun way to fish. Anytime you can fish visually, it's fun. Yeah, now you're traveling all over the country, uh, and you're driving the all-new American Titan from Nissan, uh, and you're you're driving the XD, which is what they're calling their 5.8 ton. You know, like Jimbo has the... The uh, half, half ton. ton, you have like the 5H, yep. which is the has the Cummins in it, was just amazing horsepower, uh, tremendous capabilities. Uh, how does that do handling your boat? You know, it's awesome because what, what we're doing is we're towing a, a Ranger 620 uh, with the motor, the boat, and everything. We're looking at about four to 5,000 pounds, depending on which, how, how big my jig box is on that particular trip. And, <laughs> you know, here's the, 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 the Nissan has got just over 12,000 pounds of towing capacity tremendous torque and it's just a fun fun truck to drive it's very very comfortable you bet hey we gotta leave it right there we've been talking with steve finass he is the host of lake commandos on sportsman's channel sundays at 10 30 eastern time that's 10 30 a.m eastern time uh, now mr steve to learn more about you lake commandos where you're going to be upcoming episode sponsors where can we find you online buddy go right to uh, lakecommandos.com or facebook is actually the best way we uh, we update that every day all right this has been brought to you by nissan and the all-new American Titan. Hop online, check them out, NissanUSA.com. Who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we have got uh, uh, Kevin uh, Coleman. Kevin Coleman with Weber Grills. That's right. He is the head grill master there and blogger uh, for Weber Grills. He He's going to coming up cooking. next. He's going to get cooking. He's going to make some fabulous dishes for us uh, on his Weber Grill. All right, got to get to a break. Mr. Steve, once again, Lake Commando Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. God bless you. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Kevin Coleman. And the other nice thing, too, is if you like beer, beer and fish go really well together. Sometimes I'll baste my fish with a little bit of beer on it because the natural sugars in the beer will caramelize when they're on the grill and give you some more flavor. Come on, come on, I think I'm going crazy.
Trash Tacos. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the best outdoor radio show on the planet. Connect with the boys on social media and the all-new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue next. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. You know, Trav, there's nothing worse than a junk show in the bed of your truck, which is why we're so fired up about deck. That's right, man. Keep the junk in your trunk, not in your truck. All right, so deck, truck, bed, storage systems, man, they give you two full bedling drawers for storing and organizing your tools, your guns, gear, ammo, camo, you name it, Jimbo, Decked can store it. And Decked has a 2,000-pound load rating and can hold up to 200 pounds of tools, gear, and other stuff per drawer. You know, Decked is also weatherproof and secure. Now, you said it, Jimbo, and with Decked, you get storage and organization, and you can still use your truck bed like, well... A truck. Yeah. Deck. It's 100% made in the USA, so check them out at deck.com. That's D E C K E D.com. We're spring fishing on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, Mr. Kevin Coleman, head grill master and blogger for Weber Grills. Now, let's give it up for Mr. Kevin Coleman, head grill master and blogger for Weber Grills. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Visit them online at cinchjeans.com. Here's Jim and Trav. You know, my, my, my mission is always just to get on the water when you can and. If I've got a day to go fishing, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it at daylight. I don't care what time of year it is. We're just gonna go out and fish. Hey, wasn't Steve really good on that last interview? Just Steve. But Steve, he gave some phenomenal tips. He really did. Such a phenomenal interview and guy. <laughs> Have I said that Steve is phenomenal today? Well, and stupendous. What a stupendously phenomenal man, uh, Steve Fanaz was. Anyways, Lake Commanders. Who's coming up next? Hey, now we're talking spring fishing on this week's show, but we're gonna actually take a break right now in the action from this phenomenal show yes <laughs> and uh, and we've got a guy that man he is the grand poobah when it comes to grilling that's right our next guest he is the head grill master and blogger there at weber grills he has never met jimbo a pig he couldn't smoke he is a champion among champions when it comes to charcoal brick cats please give a round of applause just start clapping man clap, 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 for clap, kevin clap. coleman once again for weber grills uh, anyways, Mr. Kevin, that was a horrible intro. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. But you're a great guy. Yeah. Thank you for having us, guys. We're looking forward to having a good time. Yeah. Now, Weber has been around a very, very long time. You guys actually kind of kicked off this whole barbecue thing, didn't you? They invented charcoal. <laughs> we, we invented our kettle grill in 1952, almost 60 years ago. It's been a staple in people's backyards. And, and most important, it allows people to reconnect with each other, have fun in the backyard, make some amazing food and have some of the best memories um, with their family and friends that, that you can find. Now, Mr. Kevin, you brought up the kettle. I just recently got, I'm a huge fan of Weber uh, and of charcoal, and that, and that is all I use. 
And this weekend, I just got another grill. Uh, so I got the 22-inch, so I got the 18-inch, got the 22, and now the 24 as well. But they are such great grills, man. Absolutely love them. Yeah, they're fantastic. And you're only 52 more grills down from me, so you got some weight. you got to get some more in that backyard. Now, a little- and, and I'm like you. I'm a charcoal guy. The majority of my grills are charcoal. I love the flavor. Love the ritual of lighting a grill and getting smoke going and all my neighbors peeking out and seeing what I'm doing in the backyard. So I'm with you. There is a certain, I think, allure of, of, of grilling with charcoal and live fire. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is charcoal gives off a flavor by itself. Now, Weber has their own line of charcoal, don't you? Yeah, we do. And that's a great point. A lot of people think grilling with charcoal can be hard. Yeah. And a traditional briquette will last you about 45 minutes before it drops from, let's say, 450 to 350. So you'll lose about 100 degrees after 45 minutes. The Weber charcoal, because it's complete hardwood, it'll last you double that time. No so way, really. More consistent temperatures. And when you're grilling, that's what you need. The more consistent the, the grill is, the better results you're going to have coming off of that grill. All right, that man you're listening to is Mr. Kevin Coleman. Once again, he's the head grill master uh, there at Weber. You know, I think there's something like you're talking about, you know, this nostalgic principles of using charcoal. And for me, it is half about the taste, but it's also about just the experience, you know, going out there, lighting up the charcoal. I, I don't know that that slow process working into it kind of sets the mood for me getting all romantic here talking about charcoal. <laughs> Um, but that's what I really like about it. It's the entire process, just not the end product. Agreed. And just so you know, you might not be aware, but the smell of barbecue is a natural pheromone. So there is something sexiness <laughs> and something else that kind of goes with with, with, with with barbecuing. So you're on the right track there. There you go. Now, now the thing is, you mentioned there's, what, 50-some different models that Weber makes. And so give us an idea from the, you got the very small one for the tailgaters, but to give us an idea, you know, because I'm looking at upgrading and so forth, what are some of the more expensive ones that you have? Well, you know, the great thing about Weber is we have a grill almost for everyone. So yeah. you've kind of, what are you going to be doing? Do you want gas or charcoal? I would say probably both, one for the weekend, one for during the week. But it really depends on how much you're going to cook. And the more people that, the more times you grill, you start to figure out, hey, I, I, I'm going to upgrade because I want a smoker box on my gas grill to do some smoke flavor. Or I want a, a rotisserie burner because I want to do prime rib and and chickens and turkeys. And so that's where you really like, I wouldn't go all full bore if you haven't spent that much time grilling because you really need to understand what you need. You might find, I need a, a pretty standard Genesis 2 gas grill, but I want a smoker because I really want to spend time in the backyard smoking and the whole ritual of lighting that charcoal and the smell in the air and get to drink a little more beer when you're doing that. So. <laughs> um, all right, so Kevin Coleman, he's the head grill master there at Weber. You know, one thing you've kind of referenced uh, several times so far uh, is having the proper heat. So let's say, you know, I just got this brand new 22-inch uh, kettle grill from Weber. Absolutely love it. I uh, used it probably half a dozen times in the past week or so. How do we go about making that perfect flame to cook that perfect meal? You know, a lot of people think they need to have a lot of charcoal. You're, you're talking about possibly counting briquettes, you know, with a brisket. When we're going to fill up that bowl, man, how much charcoal would you put in your Weber grill? Well, and, and that's a great question, especially when you're talking about grilling with charcoal. There's, there's my three T's, the temperature, time, and technique. So whatever you're cooking, you need to know what the temperature you're supposed to be cooking it at, 
and then you need to know the technique being direct or indirect. Mm. And so that you got to always remember it. And then those will tell you how much time it's going to be on the grill. So if I'm cooking on average steaks, burgers, chops, I'm going to use about a half of a chimney starter or those baskets that you have inside of your 22 and a half inch kettle. Those will hold about 25 briquettes, which is perfect. That'll give you more than enough time to get them started to cook a full round of food and then be able to help preheat the grill when you're going to be cooking whatever you're going to be putting on. So I like about 50. You could put 75. You could put 100. But understand with charcoal and charcoal grilling, you're not going to get those temperatures any higher by adding more briquettes because it's all, those briquettes will only burn at the rate of the oxygen inside of the, the unit. So you could put 100 briquettes in there, but you're not going to have any hotter temperatures than maybe at 75 because you're not going to have any more air inside there. The grill only allows for X amount of air. Yeah, that man you're listening to is Mr. Kevin Coleman. Once again, he is the head grill master uh, there at Weber. Now, we are coming up to uh, camping season, uh, Mr. Kevin. In a lot of places, it is dry across the country. There is a fire ban, so you can't have a charcoal fire. You can't have a fire pit, uh, but you can use gas. Now, you have your, your Q line of uh, grills that kind of accommodate this exact need, correct? Yeah, th- those are absolutely perfect. Camping, tailgating, um, in, in, in urban areas. They don't have a large footprint, but you can cook a lot of food. On our small Q series, I've cooked for 100 people at Soldier Field for a tailgate on three of them. Holy so cow. You look, you're like, oh, it doesn't look that big, but actually they pack a punch. The porcelain enamel grate retains heat really well, which helps your food cook faster, which helps it get on and get off the grill. Easy to move around. There's portable carts that you can have it on so you're not grilling on the ground. Um, they work off the one-pound tanks, or you can have a, an adapter hose for them to hook them up to a 20-pound tank. So if you're going camping for a long weekend, it might be easier to have a bigger tank or just buy a couple of the small ones. And you'll get, and this is actually a good thing to talk about, those small one-pound tanks, you'll get about an hour and a half to two hours out of one tank. Nice. That's what you I took like. took out the legwork. All right, Mr. Kevin Coleman, the head grill master at Weber. He's such a fantastic man. Everything we talked about, your entire line of products, uh, Weber Grills, this iGrill sounds absolutely amazing. Q line of grills, uh, kettles. Where can we find all this stuff online, buddy? So you can go to Weber.com, and there you'll find all of our products. You can go on to our Facebook page. You can find a bunch of blogs and stuff that I've written and others have written about helping people how to grill. And if you need last-minute inspiration or help, you can always go on uh, Kevin Coleman, Weber Grill Master on Facebook, and I'll try to get back to you within an hour of the questions you ask just to make sure we're keeping everybody happy in the backyard. <laughs> there you have it. That was Kevin Coleman. Of course, he's the Weber Grill Master, and uh, he's the Grand Poobah for Weber. And, and Mr. Kevin Coleman, he will spice up uh, your grilling life. He'll cook your lunch for you. Also, your married life. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh Eating up there. <laughs> All right, so this has been presented to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of uh, the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out, cinchjeans.com. Coming up next, who we got? Hey, we got Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy, he is coming up next. We're going to catch some catfish, and we're going to grill them on our Weber Grills. All right, we've got to get to a break. Mr. Kevin, you are so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks, guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, a show that's dirtier than a nursing home on chilly night. <laughs> what the hell is that smell? Hit up JimandTrav.com and always stay connected to the show. Don't move. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. 
For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. They're not just professional anglers. They're survivors. The world's premier bass fishermen battle to stay alive in the Bass Pro Shop Summit Select. This is it. Do or die. Got one. Get serious about it right now. Major League Fishing Geico Selects. Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh my God, Cat Daddy's here. I want to go fishing. Now, our resident godfather of the catfish and keeper of the beanhole, Mr. Cat Daddy. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings, Decked, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. Here are the boys. Hey, that was a long break. Hey, we're back. Uh, Before the break, we had Kevin Coleman on. And, of course, he is with... Weber Grills. That's right. He is the head grill master and blogger there at Weber Grills. Gave us some fantastic tips for grilling fish, uh, steaks, fires. start fires. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. We are talking spring fishing, though. Just now being joined by Mr. Cat Daddy, Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. You know, you were telling us during the break, Jimbo's favorite fish to go after is obviously catfish. Uh, but you were saying the blue cat action is hot right now. Is that right, buddy? Yeah, boy, I tell you, Milford, Milford, Milford Lake and Pomona Lake. They're, they're really coming on good right now. You know, March, it's just time to march on out there and catch you some big old blues, boy. And I've had some friends that's been catching some 50s and 60s already out to Milford. Wow. Ooh, really? They've been up in the shallows catching nice eaters, you know, 10, 15, 25 pounds. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's just good fishing. They've been catching them on just a little bit of everything, fresh sheds, sides, uh, crappie heads, crappie guts, crappie bones. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hungry, man. So it's, it's, it's blue time for sure. Yeah. Well, now the, uh, the, the blues, is there a particular temperature? Now we've had hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold for so doggone long. Is there a certain temperature that turns them on or are they primarily a cooler water they fish? They prefer cooler water, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, uh, they're kind of like a good old marine soldier, you know, adapt, simplify. Mm. They can adapt to anything out there, you know, cold water and warm water. But, you know, when that water's really ice cold and the flatheads lay down, the blues get really vibrant, man. You know, they they like that cold. They take off their jacket and just get to doing what they do best, and that's rip rods out of your hands. Hmm. Now, what's really kind of cool, though, like you were saying, we could go out and take advantage of the tremendous uh, crappie opportunities right now, uh, and then we can use the leftovers, if you will, from that adventure to catch these big old uh, blue cats. Um, Now, what time of day would you recommend to get out on them? Well, I tell you what, I just get there before the sun rose and be right there sitting on your spots. Really? Oh, yeah, as soon as the sun comes up or you can navigate, you know, without having to use your lights and stuff and just go out there and try your luck all day. Because, man, they're, seriously, folks, they're in a eating mode right now. They're coming up for, you know, the uh, summertime chow down and all the shed, and they want to chase them back up in the shallows. And Yeah, yeah, they're, they're ready for people to drag bait drifting in front of them because they've missed that all winter. All right, so we're talking uh, spring fishing right now with Cat Daddy. Make sure you hop online, check them out, Cat Daddy's Guide Services. Uh, dot com. You know, on the 15th of this month, that was just this week, um, spoonbill fishing uh, season opened up like you're down there in Miami, Oklahoma, kind of changing directions for just a second. What is the, the spoonbill action like right now, buddy? Well, I'll tell you what, it ought to be good and good. I mean, just good and good and getting better even. You know, as soon as they get some rains down there, it's really going to, you know, bring them spooners on up from the Grand Lake on up in the Osceola River up there in uh, uh, Miami.
Miami, Oklahoma, that's that's where old cat daddy goes all the time. Now, what happens? And, you know, I'm sorry, you kind of the water rises. These big old spoonbills go in there. They get in these deep holes, then the water drops, and you target those holes, don't you? That's it, exactly. Man, you're a spoonbill fisherman yourself, ain't been you? Been listening. Been listening <laughs> to you, man. Oh, yeah, that's what you need to do around them bends and them holes. And that, you know, when the rain subsides and the, and, and the lake goes back down and draws that water back out of the river, man, yeah, they're stuck in them bends and them deeper holes. And it ain't got to be like a hole like you know you're traveling about four foot of water and it drops down to 20 you could be in 17 foot of water then it drops down to maybe 16 you know 14 feet just a slow indenture like that will hold oh man you you just have no idea the type of spooners that that little indenture will hold now you're not allowed to keep the the eggs are you the row no, no. Now, yeah. you can keep the eggs in the row once it's been frozen. So, but I've fresh, been told, like. I've been told, yeah. Well, I guess that kind of, you know, uh, makes it where it's not row and it's dead row. Yeah. <laughs> it's like skid row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how about if you just take a box of crackers with you? Really? Oh, oh yeah. That'd, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> so, you go down there and you catch, you know, like you, the, the world's record spoonbill. And then you have to clean them out, right? Well, they got the DNR down there, you know, that uh, will take your fish for you and clean them, sack yeah. them, and bag them, and everything. Thereafter, they row themselves, see? That's how they make their money. Holy cow, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can't keep them, but they can. Yeah. Running fish yeah. eggs, what they're doing. Yeah, can you imagine this? Genuine Oklahoma caviar. Oh, that stuff's expensive. <laughs> yeah, that'll really sell. <laughs> they get big bucks for it, don't they, Cat Daddy? Oh, man, I'm talking diamonds and rubles. Yeah, <laughs> all sorts of good stuff. All right, so now, Cat Daddy, do you have anything available? Uh, are you fully booked up? Oh, yeah, I got I got dates available right now. Just just get a hold of me, email me, or call me on the phone and uh, get a couple of dates together, and we'll go out there and... Uh, We'll get you ready to get hooked up for some big blues, some big catfish. That's right. Now, do you want to give a special shout-out, Mr. Cat Daddy, to anybody? Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, I had a good friend of mine, an older gentleman by the name of Neil Tyler, one of the best crappie fishermen in the entire world. And, boy, when you got around him, you had to bring your boots because it was going to get thick. But he was such a fine fella and full of knowledge. Old Neil Tyler passed away on us this last couple days, and we're sure going to miss you, Neil. God bless you. That's right. He went to the, the, the great crappie lakes in the sky. That's it. That's where he's at right now. I got to get got to get to a break. This has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings, also Deck, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. We're talking with uh, Mr. Cat Daddy. Once again, CatDaddyGuysServices.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you're so awesome. God bless you, man. Hey, boys, you take care now because we're going to get you in the boat here for long. Mrs. Bunny's Spring Walleye Tip is brought to you by Decked Truck and Van Storage Systems. Visit them at decked.com. Spring Walleyes. In early spring, the Walleyes location offers anglers without boats the best shot at pre-spawn giants. Most rivers have known spots like slack holes below dams that get pounded, but if you're willing to hunt, you can find less pressured fish. The higher the water, the more Walleyes will gravitate to shallow runs, and this time of year, they can sit really skinny. Focus on areas of slower current near confluences of smaller creeks or eddies behind small wing dams. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Ooh, doggy. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. On to the internet you go. Yep, the internet. Stay right there. The boys will continue right after these short messages. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel. 
and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their truck sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world! You know it doesn't mean much, unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Okay, huge news. Huge. There's not much time left. Well, that's a wrap of this week's Revolution. With Jim and Trav. Please don't do this to me. Aren't we forgetting something? Oh, yeah. You can always follow the boys 24 7 at jimandtrav.com. You all come back and see us again here. What a great show this week. You know, I really like fishing, and, and the more we talk about fishing today, I had a yearning to take off and get in a leaky boat. That sunk. How about <laughs> <laughs> We left you hanging for fun, Jimbo. Now, Rob Fordyce, that was a lot of fun. Also, Steve Panaz, what a great guy. Kevin Coleman, Weber Grills, and the Mr. Cat Daddy. Talk about Bunny as well. Bunny. This was a great show. Before we go, really quick, Brent Coma, Peter Grant, Dean Luker, Todd Branchert, Mike Baker. If I butchered your names, I apologize from the depths of my heart. Thank you for commenting on JimandTrav.com, for leaving us your feedback on Facebook and everything else. Keep at it, guys. That's right. And if you're really nice, maybe I'll sing you a song next time. That's right. All right, so we got to get to a break. You know what? Get outdoors this weekend. Take some boys and girls, some kiddos with you, and do a little pan fishing. You don't have a shore lunch. That's right. Yeah, you, if you have little kids, uh, teach them to noodle. <laughs> That's what you have to do. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bunny, last Sturgeon. word. Sturgeon. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll be back. Same time next week. All right, so we do have to get to a break, but thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it, and we love y'all. Peace out. God bless America. We rule. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.